This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 469 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Today I share with you a lineup for the new Stable Scoop, what's going to happen post-Alina from now on. Auditor Lisa joins us for a review of the Shire Saddle Pad. And we have a listener roundtable, going to be talking about things like fitting horses into a busy life, the funniest things that have happened, training husbands, and horsey bucket lists. Listen in. Hi, everybody. Glenn the Geek back with you here on Stable Scoop. If you missed last week's episode, episode 468, it was the final episode for Helena B. after nine years. I highly encourage you to go back and take a listen to it. It was a lot of fun. We relived some of the terrific memories we've had over the last nine years. She started her new job this week, and uh, she said it's super geeky, and she says to say hello to everybody. Of course, you can still listen to Helena and Buck over on that Newport show. They do all about Newport, Rhode Island. Well, I'm here to talk about, first off, we're just going to get right into what's going to happen to Stable Scoop from now on. We did an auditor survey a while back, as soon as we found out the news, and asked the auditors... If you're not sure what an auditor is, it's somebody who really sees value in our shows and decided to give back a little bit. They uh, give anywhere from a dollar to $25 a month to help support the Horse Radio Network and the hosts. Half that money goes back, gets divided up amongst the hosts here at the Horse Radio Network. You can find out more about that program by just going to stablescoop.com and looking on the right-hand side of the page for the auditor banner. All of it is explained there. But we did a survey with our auditor group and asked them what do they want to see with Stable Scoop? What do they want to see happen in the future? And many of them have listened since day one, nine years ago. So we took all of those suggestions, we kind of put them in a pot, and this is what we came out with, and we're going to be using a bunch of them as we go forward. So the new Stable Scoop is going to look like this. I will not have a co-host because I really won't need one with what we have planned. It's something a little different and something we haven't done here with the other shows on the network. We have many shows now, including Horses in the Morning that I do every day, where we do interviews and we talk to really interesting people from around the horse world. What we decided to do was something a little bit different. So there's going to be three parts to every stable scoop, and it's going to be a little bit shorter show than you're used to, probably about 30 minutes in total. Every week, we're going to have three parts. Part one every week will be a story, and this is kind of in the micro Paul Harvey vein. Uh, Micro does a podcast called The Way I Heard It, and if you haven't listened to that, you really should. And Paul Harvey used to do the rest of the story. Well, we hired some professional writers, Gail Stewart and Biz Stam, to write those kinds of stories where we don't find out you don't find out to the very end who the person or the horse was that we tell the story about. We'll be doing those at the beginning of every show. I'm very excited about this. It's not something we've done before. I love a micro and I love Paul Harvey and I'm excited to be able to do that kind of story for you every week here on the show. The second part of every Stable Scoop episode will still be our Horse Lovers product reviews. That was one of the things that was unanimous with the auditors is they still wanted to hear the product reviews every week and horse lovers is kind enough to make that happen so we will continue that it'll just be a little bit sooner in the show than you're used to and then we're going to rotate the third part of the show every week Uh, week one we're going to do an auditor roundtable where they come on and discuss various things that are important to 
to auditors, to listeners, to things you deal with every day in the barn, with your horses, with your family. They're going to come on and have a discussion about those, and I think you'll all find that fascinating. Week two every month, we're going to do a game show. We're going to play a little trivia and other games uh, and with you, our listeners. And I think that should be something that will be a lot of fun. I've always wanted to do a game show. We, we do it some over on Horses in the Morning in the past. It was always very popular. So look forward to the game show on week two of Stable Scoop every month. Week three every month, Mary Kitzmiller is going to join us for a movie review. Mary loves movies and she does great reviews. She knows all the actors, and it's a lot of fun. Of course, Mary is a host once a month over on the Horses in the Morning show. She is a popular trainer of young horses, so it's going to be so much fun to hear her in her in her other life as a movie lover. And this this is going to be any kind of movie. This is not necessarily going to be a horsey movie. It could be a movie that's just out in the theaters that she's reviewing. It's just going to be a movie. That's her only requirement, is that she does a movie review. And then week four, I'm kind of leaving open every month uh, to some months it could be an interview with somebody I find fascinating. Uh, you know, it could be it could be a horses in history segment. It could be anything. So we'll we'll uh, we'll see what happens every month. I'm, I'm hoping that what will happen is that by the end of the month, something will have inspired me that month, and that's what we want to talk about. I hope you like what we're what we're going forward with in the new lineup. I'm very excited about the storytelling, and of course, the product reviews are always fun, and getting our listeners more involved in the game show and the roundtable. You all are going to have more opportunities to be involved in the Stable Scoop show. In the meantime, it is going to take a couple of weeks to get all of that set up and to get it all arranged, to get the stories written and and all of those parts put together for the new Stable Scoop probably happen in September. So what we thought in the meantime was that we would do the first ever Equestrians Have Talent competition. You guys are all so talented. All those submissions you do for Radiothon each year, you can sing, you can write, you could do poetry, you do so many cool things that we thought, wouldn't it be fun every year in August to do an Equestrians Got Talent competition? Now, this is audio because we are podcast, so it kind of has to be audio. So what we're going to do is we're going to have you send in your submissions either, and, and it can be anything, you could be singing, maybe you write your own song, maybe you write it about the Horse Radio Network or some of the hosts, that would even be better. Maybe you play an instrument, maybe you do poetry, maybe you can read the phone book while riding at a gallop on your horse, maybe you can recite Shakespeare while driving your carriage, um, maybe you could have your horse, your dog, your cat, or your chicken sing a song, get creative. We want this to be fun. And if it's bad, it's good. Think Gong Show meets America's Got Talent. So somewhere in there, if you fall somewhere in that category, even if it's even if it's bad, it might be good. You know how that goes. Plus, at the what we're going to do is we're going to divide these up over a couple of episodes of Stable Scoop, and, and depending on how many we get, we'll put uh, an equal number in like three episodes of Stable Scoop. We're going to have you, the listeners, pick the winner at the end of each episode. You'll go on, you'll go on to the website and pick the winner. You'll vote for who wins. We'll announce the winner in the next episode. By the fourth episode, then we are going to do a finals contest where we have all the winners back. They have to do another song, another poem, whatever their talent is, and then you're going to get to select the winner of of uh, Equestrians Have Talent. You can find out all the information about that at Horse Radio Network. 
network.com slash talent. We really want you to be involved. This is meant to be fun. And you know what? Put all of those anxieties aside. Have a good time with it. You can submit uh, by September the 20th or 18th. We need all the entries by September the 18th. You can send them in by email to glenn at horseradionetwork.com with talent in the subject line. You can record them on your phone. Every phone has a recorder, a memo. Record it there and then just email it to me or record it on your computer, your laptop, and email it to me. Or you can call our voicemail line at 859-474-0261. So hopefully over the next month or so, we're going to be bringing you entries from, from the Equestrians Got a Talent competition. And then we'll be starting with a new lineup for Stable Scoop in September. But that's what's coming up. Now let's get to our product review. Well, now it's time for the horselovers.com product review of the week. And I have our auditor, Lisa, here with us. Hi, Lisa. Hello. We are going to review the Shire's Performance Super Fleece Fully Lined Shaped Pad. And it's one of those shaped fluffy pads that, that uh, you so often see. And this is the Shire's version of that. Now, tell us first about the horse you put it on. So I have an off-track thoroughbred named Buzz, and he's seven, and I've had him since October. So we, we're still kind of in the learning, getting to know each other phase, and we tend to do um, trail riding, and I ride him in an um, in English saddle, and I have a dressage saddle as well, um, but, but just flat, uh, flat work. And was this a dressage pad, or is this an all-purpose pad? It's an all-purpose. Okay, good. So this has the the super fleece rolled edges. It has the like uh, fake fleece rolled edges, right? It does. Yes, it actually feels a lot like fleece or like uh, sheepskin. Yeah, and uh, it's eighty percent poly, twenty percent cotton, and the lining is that poly fur. That's a hundred percent poly fur. So tell us, you know, th- these pads. Uh, some of them are shaped a little funky that you'll find, and and some don't fit so well, and then you know some don't last so well. So what have you found with this particular one? Um, so this one has held up really well. Um, I've I, you know I've probably used it, I don't know, eight to ten times. Um, it's a little too hot to use now that it's summer, mm-hmm. um, but I got it towards the end of spring and it was, it was great um, in the spring weather. I, I live in Northern Virginia where it gets very humid in the summer and it, um, it's pretty thick. So I think it's a great spring, fall, winter pad. Um, it has held up really well and it fits my, um, I have a jumping saddle that's a 17 and a half seat and this fits perfectly. It, it doesn't fit funky or anything. Um, and one nice thing about it too, is it has the, um, like the girth keeper that is Velcro. Um, so if you forget to put your girth through, it's okay. Cause you can just unvelcro it. And it also has the Velcro for, to go around the billet to keep it in place. Um, so it's, it's done really well, um, out on the trail, you know, going for a two or three hour trail ride, it stayed in place. Um, and then also just, you know, doing flat in the arena. It, it's, um, it works, it's worked really well. Terrific. And uh, it's machine washable. Have you thrown it in and seen, saw what happened? Yes, it is machine washable. And I decided to wash it on the delicate cycle with cold water. And I used a little bit of OxyClean to try to get the, you know, the dirty horse stains out of the bottom of it. And they came out okay. It's, it's pretty light on the bottom of it. 
Um, and then I just hung it up to dry and it, it dried uh, fairly quickly. Actually, I was surprised at how, um, how quickly it dried. Just you mean you didn't do it horse husband fashion, hot water and throw it in the dryer on hot. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I told my husband not to touch it. <laughs> See, that's how I would have done it. And it would have come out fitting a pony by the time you were done. <laughs> it probably would have been cleaner though. I have to say, if you did it on hot, you'd probably get all of the, the horse color out of it. <laughs> I don't recommend putting it in the dryer on high, though. I really don't. I just, that's no. not, not a good idea. <laughs> so now, all right, good. So overall impression? Yeah, overall, I like it. I, I was um, a little surprised at the price point. Um, I thought it was you know, a little on the high side for just like an everyday pad. Like It's almost too nice to just use like on the trails. Um, I wish that I was like, a, like a, that I showed my horse so that I could use it in the show rings. It's so pretty. Um, so if you, you know, if you're trying to impress somebody, this would be a great pad to purchase, but I don't recommend it for trails. <laughs> Just it gets dirty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. It is it's a, it's in the 80 to 90 dollar range at uh, horselovers.com. Just head on over there and search for Shire's Performance Super Fleece and you'll find it on there. It's available in an, um, a, a number of different sizes from 16 to 16 and a half, 17, 17 and a half and 18, so it does come in the larger sizes as well and it comes in the beautiful, lovely color of white. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And thank you so much for being an auditor. You're welcome. I love it. Well, being that we're kind of in between weeks here, I thought it would be fun to do a roundtable with our auditors to hear what they have to say about a couple of topics. They actually picked the topics themselves. What we're This is going to be kind of a precursor and a look ahead at what we're going to do with the roundtables coming up on the new Stable Scoop show. The only difference is I'm not going to be involved as a moderator in those new roundtables. I was for this one. But coming up, they're going to talk. We're going to put, we're going to give them the mics and we're going to let them have at it and, and talk about the topics that they feel are most on their mind for the average horse owner, backyard horse owner, lower level competitor are usually the listeners to this show. I think it's going to be very interesting to hear what they have to talk about. Today, we got three of them together. I kind of asked them some questions and we had some conversation about some very interesting topics. I hope you enjoy. Well, I'm so looking forward to this auditor roundtable tonight. I cannot believe these three are going to be together. They're three of the most active auditors we have in the HRN auditor room. And I'm going to introduce them individually so you get to know them a little bit. First up, we have Rosie. Hi, Rosie. Hi. Thanks for joining us tonight. Rosie, where are you from? I am from Lincoln, Rhode Island. That's right, up there in New England. And how many horses do you have? I've got two horses. Well, one and a half, I say, because one's a full size and the other one's half a size. Yeah, he's a mini, right? Or she? Yeah, she's a mini. She's a mini. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so you ride, uh, drive. What do you do? I ride, and I'm teaching my boyfriend how to drive the mini. That's a good plan. I like that plan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a perfect plan. So now we know you're not married. You have a boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> okay. And how long have you been together? Uh, since October of last year. Oh, cool. All right. Well, then that's been a while. You're getting there. And is he trained yet? <laughs> um, I call him a closet cowboy because he, he he's taken this whole, you know, horse and farm thing pretty quickly. He's picked it up quite well, actually. 
And I happen to know Rosie has one son. She was here. They were here before, stopped in the studio. So that was fun. Let's go to Avery next. Avery, where are you from? I'm from uh, Washington, Goldendale, Washington. All the way. You don't know where that is. On the other side. Now, where is it? For those of us that know nothing about Washington, give us a landmark. Yeah, so for those of you that knew nothing about Washington, think of Portland, Oregon, and you head east a couple hours, and you'll be in Goldendale, but on the Washington side of the river. Are you in plains or mountains or what? We're in a little bit of a valley in between. Uh, we've got mountains on both sides, uh, but we're considered high desert area. And your ponies. Tell us about your ponies. Oh, yes. I have four ponies. I have uh, my old lady. She's 37. She's Whoa. a retired, um, yeah, retired Appaloosa. She was my first horse. And then I have two thoroughbreds and a Mustang. Wow. 37. <laughs> and is she yeah, a horse yeah. or a pony? She's, she's right at 14 hands. Um, so she's pony size, but she's horse by, by breed. She's an Appaloosa. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. Now, do you are you married? Have kids? What's the story? <laughs> no, I am not married. No kids except for the ponies and the puppies. What do you do for a living, Avery? I am a recycling coordinator, so I work uh, for the county organizing recycling programs and educating the public. Got it. All right, very good. Chantel, let's head over to you. You're Actually, we got Rosie on the East Coast. We have Avery on the West Coast, and Chantel's right in the middle. Oh, nice. Where are you from? I am from originally a little tiny town that nobody knows about called Grassy Butte, North Dakota. And um, now my husband, daughter, and I live in Mandan, North Dakota, which is right in the middle of the state. And how old's your daughter? She's four. I've seen pictures of her. She's cute as a button. Thank you. She's pint-sized staff. <laughs> and Chantel, what do you ride? What's your story? I have a Foxtrotter mare, a Missouri Foxtrotter mare, and I've had her since she was two. So I think that's seven or eight years. I don't know off the top of my head. And then we have Rosie the Pony that we got last year. That has been a little bit of an uphill battle, but she's looking better every day. Mm, that's what uh, Ro- Auditor Rosie's boyfriend says, too. She's been, yeah. a, she's been a bit of an uphill battle, but getting better every day. <laughs> He's trucking. <laughs> it's your namesake, Rosie. It fits perfectly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, Chantel, uh, you, you, how long have you been married? Um, we've been married for about four years, I think, and we've been together for five. All right. I I asked that because some of the questions tonight that we're going to, some of the things we're going to talk about involve uh, relationships. So that's why I was, we have a little bit of everything. So we have somebody that's not, we have boyfriend and then we have married. So this is perfect. Uh, This works out well. Well, let's get into the first question. Now, this is meant to be a round table. So uh, for the first question, I'm going to ask you guys all the first question. And then, you know, I really want a discussion here. This is meant to be something that you guys are discussing, talking to each other. So as we get along, I'd really love for that to happen. That's the idea behind the roundtable that we're going to add to the Stable Scoop show. So I know one of the questions that comes up a ton of times over in the auditor room, and we'll start, I'm going to start with Rosie on this one. 
how to work horses into your daily life. And by the way, these were cat- these were questions that you guys wanted, that you guys came up with. I just picked a couple of them, but you came up with these questions. So, Rosie, how do you do it? You're full-time. You have a full-time job with the state, right? Yes, I do. I have a full-time job with the state, Monday through Friday. Um, and pretty much my cubicle looks like a, you know, teenage horse girl threw up in it because I have horses everywhere. Um, there are figurines of horses on my desk. Everybody who comes in says, Oh, you like horses, huh? And I'm like, yeah, there's like six pictures of them up there. So that's how, that's one way that I incorporate horses at my job. And then I also listen to the radio show. Um, and I try to at least read one article a day about horses. And do you, how often, how much time do you spend with your horses? Oh, they're the first thing I do in the morning and the last thing I do at night. Yeah. Because they live in, on, on the property. Cool. Well, that, that's good. I mean, that's, uh, that's you know, say, there's that argument about whether it's best to have them on the property or not, or boredom. You know, it depends how much traveling you do, and it's always a pain to find, to find somebody to take care of them. Do you have that problem? Well, I, I've been very fortunate that the place that I live in, the um, landlady also lives on the property, and I simply rent an apartment on, on the place. So if I leave, she usually takes care of the horses. Um, so that that's helpful. And my sister's a, um, a um, anesthesiologist at our local veterinary hospital, and she sometimes comes and stays in my apartment and takes care of the horses. Very cool. Avery, what, how do you, you, you work full time too. So how do you incorporate all those? You got four of them. What do you do? Yeah, that's a, that's a daily struggle for me for sure. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't have, well, I have my old pony at home. Um, and then my other three are at a friend's house just a couple miles away. So that's the, the first place I head after work. I, I run home, pick up my dog and, and then I spend the rest of the the day, daylight, and often into the dark at the barn. I'm usually there until about ten o'clock at night. So it's it's a lot of a lot of squeezing it in and just just making it a, a focus. You know, once I'm done making the money to pay for the horses, I go and and play with the pony. Doesn't sound like a lot of time for social life, there, Avery. <laughs> definitely, definitely not. I I try to put my weekends to. Uh, a good use between uh, hanging out with friends and pony time, but it's it's definitely cut into the, the social life for sure. And Chantel, you're in a different position because uh, you're married with kids, and I know you're a teacher. So what what how do you uh, this time of year is probably okay, but what about teaching starts soon? Yeah, I know. I only have two weeks left, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> During this school year, I'm getting up usually at about five. Um, so I, and luckily our barn is only 2.7 miles away from our house. And my school that I work at is four miles away from the house. So I have this awesome little triangle. So I can actually stop at the barn at lunch too, because it's on the way home, which is amazing. Um so it's pretty easy to work them out. Um, and then my husband and I have this little schedule that we do where every other week we switch nights. So like, for instance, this week on Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 
I get to go do whatever I want with the horses in the evening. And then on Tuesday, Thursday, he gets to go do whatever he wants, whether it be hiking, shooting his bow or shooting the guns or cleaning the guns. And then next week we'll swap. So he'll get Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I'll get Tuesday, Thursday. Wow, that's really, that's organized right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's got that super mom calendar on the wall for sure. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) So Avery, how do you manage four horses? I mean, I have two and I'm most of the time just cleaning and not really riding. (laughs) You know, I ask myself that on a daily basis. (laughs) I'm lucky with my my retired pony. I I give her lots of love and attention on the weekends, but during the week she gets a little bit of the the short shift. I I feed and and clean, and that's about it. And then uh, yeah, like you're just staff for most of the time. You're just staff (laughs) cleaning, (laughs) feeding, cleaning water troughs, fixing Mm -hmm. fences. Mm-hmm. The, the other three are all in, in pretty regular work since I compete them. So I I have one horse I ride five days a week, um, and then the other two I, I swap in. So I'm riding two horses a day after work, and sometimes I'll do a little wow. with a horse who didn't get ridden, but it's a, yeah. it's a balance. <laughs> well, you can't have a social life because you're too tired. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I know. I get home and I crash and go to sleep and then do it all over again. Yeah, you're just too tired. I have a question, too. Um, How long do you ride each one of those horses every night? Uh, The plan usually is to ride for about 40 minutes, but sometimes the the other day I was out there on on one of them for three hours because he was having (gasps) a little bit of a a meltdown. Wow. (laughs) Three hours. Say he was the only one who got ridden that night. Um, I bet. But yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of. Luckily, I don't I don't have to do any super intensive fitness training like like Chantel does. But you know, we we try to get in a good dressage school or a short jump school before oh. calling it a day. You go, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have a, a question for Chantel. Um, so Chantal, when you got your husband, did he already have all the horse husband skills or did you have to teach him the horse husband skills? Oh no, he didn't have a clue, but he had one of those natural instincts. Um, he's naturally gifted. Like the first time I got him on a horse, the horse started crow crow hopping and I swear his butt had Velcro on it. He didn't even know. And just wow. natural instinct was not to fight the horse. He got the horse to right. fall down. And then walked oh. back riding to the barn. Yeah. Was, was that planned, Chantel? <laughs> did you plan that? Yeah. <laughs> I did not. This horse was supposed to be bomb-proof. Yeah, okay. She was like, let's see how long yeah. you last, cowboy. She put a little tack <laughs> under the girth and said, uh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you have to figure out if they break easy before you, you know, I would imagine this buy them. True. <laughs> All right, guys, I have another question for you. Um, and this is, I'll, I'll, I, this is one you asked, and I'll, I'll change it around a little bit. The funniest thing that ever happened during a lesson or on a ride? 
If, if you don't have to limit it to a lesson or on a ride. And and Avery, you've written a lot. So uh, the funniest thing that's ever happened. Ooh, there's been so many funny things that have happened. Um, well, just recently I was um, riding with some friends and we were out on the trail and we had stopped by, by some water. And my thoroughbred gelding, he's really quite mouthy and playful and, and loves to kind of just, he, he loves new friends. And, and anytime we go anywhere with horses, he doesn't know. He makes it his mission to make friends with everybody. And so we were, we were standing by the water and he was nudging the, the friend next to him. And next thing we know, he took the horse's bridle off. He just through the ears. Wow. Talented. He comes off pretty fast. <laughs> I bet. He was pretty proud of himself. <laughs> now that sounds like a pony thing to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He is a pony in a in a sixteen three hand body. Yeah. <laughs> they're the oh. troubled ones, right? They're the ones that, that because they're so big, they can get into trouble with being so innocent at the same time. Rosie? Well, let's see. So I was riding in the arena um, using a fairly new saddle that I had never tried before. And, you know, I figured, oh, let's see if you can canter in it, um, Argus. And we were cantering, and then we switched leads, and I put too much weight in one of my stirrups, and I slowly started falling over, and I kept, like, holding on to him and saying, I'm falling I'm falling and he's just, he's just cantering on. And I'm like, I'm falling, Argus. Argus, I'm falling. And he, then he just stops dead. And I very slowly, at this point, I'm whispering because I, I don't have any more air in my body. And I'm like, I'm falling. <laughs> then I dropped to the ground. It was the longest dismount I have ever had in my entire life. Yeah. And you checked your girth from <laughs> then the on? <laughs> yes, yes I did. I did. Everybody I learns all the time. Everybody learns that the I hard did. way, don't they? The the whole girth not yeah. tight enough thing. <laughs> yes. I check other people's girth. <laughs> That's how much I learned my lesson. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Chantel? When you have time like that, you get to think about how it's gonna hurt when you hit the ground. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was hoping he'd just stop and magically lay down and let me get back up so I wouldn't have to feel the horrible <laughs> sand in every area after taking oh, a fall. Yeah. <laughs> so, Chantel? Um, all right. My funniest little ride out was probably the first time that I took Rosie out for a little ride. Um I was using one of my friend's hoop tree saddles because Rosie has no withers and she's like sitting on a barrel and that was the only saddle that would fit her. Well, I wasn't used to riding something with such a short neck and she could tell. So we were trotting along and she just put on the brakes and she so she's only 11 hands. So it's not like it was far to fall, but I just sailed right over her head. And she just stood there looking at me on the ground. And I, I have no idea. It, it happened so fast. My friend turned around and she's like, how'd you get there? And I was like, I don't even know. I have no idea how it happened. <laughs> what happened? So I go to get back on Rosie. And as I put my foot in the syrup, she decides that she is 
um, has some sweet dance moves and does a great <laughs> sidestep and sends me flying again. Um, <laughs> and then after that, I did get back on her eventually, and we walked back home. <laughs> and Chantel, you said the pony's only 11 home. hands, but I happen to know that you're only about 11 hands too, so. Okay. <laughs> I am going to decline to comment. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a good one, and I don't know, Avery, whether you're going to be able to chip in with this one or much or not, um, but you can learn from the other two. <laughs> and that is how to train a horse husband. So oh. <laughs> maybe, maybe the top things for training a horse, we should start with Chantel because she has one. Um, so Chantel, what, what are the top things for training a horse husband? Um, I'm really, really super anal and organized. So what I did was I made a very detailed bulleted point list on Word. Um, <laughs> and I put it on the fridge and I gave it to him and I highlighted certain things and I bolded certain things and I color coded and <laughs> then that was, and then when it comes to the biggest issue is Rosie the pony because she's got EMS and she's got heaves. Oh. So her other, the other one is in the pasture. She's fine. But, um, the pony it's, all of her supplements and everything are into a perfectly proportioned bag. He knows he needs one bag in the AM, one bag in the PM, and then they just need to be watered. Her hay is all pre-measured. Um, so he knows he's just got to soak it and then stuff it in her hay net. And that's it. And then he cleans her pen beautifully. Pretty sure he does a better job of cleaning her pen than me. I want to marry you. Jeez, that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I know that's good, but I'm already thinking. That made it easy. <laughs> that's a horse husband's dream right there. What's been what's Chantel, what's been the biggest issue you've had over the years having horses and a husband? And a kid. Mm, it's that hasn't really ever been an issue when we first um started dating and after he proposed he said no matter what happens we will always keep your horse so that's always been something that has been made a priority the most difficult thing up here is winter actually um <laughs> so it's never really been a point of contention or an issue i mean the most difficult thing is there's winter whether you have horses or not so yeah <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah, the biggest issue is the season of winter when walking outside in five five minutes could give you frostbite. So, <laughs> uh, so Chantel, I have aside from asking if uh, your husband has a single brother, I, I do have a serious <laughs> question. And <laughs> do you would you rather you know have him join you and do chores, and even though you kind of might have to to watch what he's doing or, or help him out? Or would you rather, do you rather just kind of have your barn time be your, your alone time or your, your personal time? Um, it's a little bit of both. I really enjoy the alone time, probably the most it's my decompression time. Um, but Rosie, the pony drives and it would be really awesome if we could have a little family evening where we could all go drive the pony. But for the most part, it's it's my quiet mommy time. 
And this came up in the auditor room the other day, and I thought the answers were very interesting. And that's horsey bucket list. What's on your horsey bucket list? We'll start with Avery. Oh man! Other than marrying, uh, other than marrying Chantel's brother-in-law, what else is on your horsey? Well, I think right now my next my my next big uh, horsey bucket list goal is uh, fox hunting in Ireland. But there's there's so many places I want to ride and events I want to go to. Um, I'm excited. Eleven years for the Olympics. If, are we allowed to say that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's been announced. We're allowed to say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Olympics. I'm going to the Olympics. Going to Rolex. Um, hopefully, I'll get to cross the the wag off my bucket list next year. Well, we hope to see you there for sure. Yeah. Hope to see you all there. Now, do you, um, you said fox hunting in Ireland. Have you fox hunted? A little bit. I've done, um, I went to school in Virginia and I did some, a few hunter pace and uh, one, one little miniature drag hunt. Um, But I'd love to, love to do the real thing, especially, especially in Ireland. Yeah. As you guys know, there's nothing that gets your adrenaline up more than that. Uh, especially in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Rosie, what are your what's on your your bucket list? Your horsey bucket list? Uh, I think my horsey bucket list would definitely entail probably. Gosh, I really would like to go to um, one of those like trail rides uh, in Wyoming, where you can be out there for days and you have to camp in a tent. Um, I would love to do something like that on horseback, just to actually be doing something on a horse, like a, you know, an actual working cow ranch would be amazing. I would really enjoy that. For now, that's pretty much my whole bucket list. Other than having a, a baby, um, pony, not human, (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) and raising it myself and training it myself. Well, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good uh, yeah. thing to add to your horsey bucket list. But about a pack trip, huh? You want to do the pack trip? Yes, I want to do the pack trip. Just like Leslie just did and got back from. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds, I mean, I, I think that, have you ever done that, uh, Avery? You're out west. A little bit. I, I've never, I've never, I've always chickened out on the overnights, but maybe used to come visit us this fall and. Uh, we have we have a lot of ranchers out here, and I help them push their their cows. They're always recruiting recruiting people to come push cows out into the mountains every every fall and bring them in every spring. That would be so much and fun. So you should come visit, and we can and they they overnight it. I, I chicken out at that point, but they do overnight <laughs> it. It's a lot of fun. Do they cowboy <laughs> camp or do they tamp in tents? Uh, they, they cowboy camp, they camp in tents. It kind of depends on who's on the ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Cowboy uh, camping doesn't look like much fun to me. Too many bugs and critters <laughs> and snakes and things. Listen, I'm from Dominican Republic. We have flying cockroaches. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> you were cowboy camping every night. <laughs> I, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> every night. Chantel, what's on yours? <laughs> um... Let's see here. My biggest things are I need to, I've been to Shakatig for the pony swim before, but I need to go back now that I'm older. Um, that one for darn sure. The Olympics. Um, and I really want to go 
riding a bunch of different places, but my biggest one that's been on my bucket list since I was like 10 has been, I want to go horseback riding in every state. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be starting that later this year. I get to go to South Dakota later this month for a distance ride and then slowly start ticking some off. And I really want to go horseback riding in Greece. Well, it's funny you mentioned doing the 50-state challenge because one of our auditors is doing that. That's Anne. You can find her at Anne's 50 States Ride Challenge on Facebook. And she's actually working with a lot of the other auditors to get those rides done and has started. I know she was in Massachusetts and is hitting some of the other New England states and wants to work her way around. That's kind of a, that's a fun thing. That is a fun, that's a fun goal to have. Really is. Yeah. Because our states I are also different. I think there's something that every state has to offer. Even the you might as well see it on the back of a horse. Even Nebraska? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Even Nebraska. You already got against you Nebraska. Against Nebraska. <laughs> I'm going Nebraska, North Dakota beef. Because oh, Nebraska, I see. Nebraskans are like, there's nothing in North Dakota. It's awful. And we're like, well, at least we have something exciting to see. And we're by Canada. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> I didn't know there was yeah. this war between North Dakota and Nebraska. They have corn. We have kuchen. Have you ever had kuchen? What's kuchen? No, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't either. But kuchen, we have a lot of really, um, There's most of the people in North Dakota are still, have, their families have only been in the States for three generations. Oh. So okay. we have a lot of still ethnic foods. Okay. Like we've got kuchen, which is a German um, pie, kind of. It's a custard pie, but oh. we use it with like fresh ingredients. Like if we're making a custard, we're going to go get some fresh cream from the dairy a couple miles away. And then we'll get hmm. fresh peaches or fresh berries. It's amazing. Okay, um, I'll eat it. Yep, it's <laughs> really yep, good. I'm coming to visit. <laughs> a lot of places that do like traditional honey wines like mead yep i'll um, have that yep we've got nefla soup which is dumplings and potatoes and cream and butter it's amazing um oh i'll have that too <laughs> did you guys notice that her accent started coming out when she talked about food yes yeah i, <laughs> I have a thing with food <laughs> she, she was very careful until she started talking about food and then the accent came out that was funny. <laughs> well, guys, thank you for we joining us. To, thank you for joining me tonight. We really appreciate it. If you're going to get, for everybody that's not an auditor, and, and uh, I don't know who wants to answer this, but for everybody who's not an auditor, why should they become one? Who wants How about to? on three, we all say our answer. Okay. <laughs> okay. One, two, three, the Facebook page. Because we're the best. (laughs) That's why. Well, that's it for this week's Stable Scoop. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Remember, head on over to uh, horseradionetwork.com slash talent and get your talents in. Get your your entries in for the Equestrians Have Talent competition. We would love to have you involved. You could then go for an entire year saying you're the most talented equestrian. Well, at least at... uh, non-writing stuff, singing or doing poetry or writing stories, whatever it is, we want to hear from you. So head on over there, get those entries in before the 18th. Let's make this happen and let's make this an annual event. You all are so talented when it comes to Radiothon, and I'm sure that you're going to come through here as well. 
You can listen to all the shows in the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. All, well, there's uh, how many shows now? All 14 of them are over there, soon to be 16. A couple more are coming over the next month or two, so look for those as well. Our app is the simplest way. Just search for Horse Radio Network, iOS or Android. For those of you that were having problems on our website, on your Android phones, the player is now working. They had made an update, broke our players. We now have them fixed, so you can listen on the website on your Android phones again. And as Helena would say, happy scooping! Happy scooping!